Hi there, this is Jason Brand. I'm a couples therapist out of Berkeley, California. This is the Human Nurture Podcast. Getting you through this intro quickly because you want to get to the second half of the Ron and Shakir episode. You heard the first half last time. If you're just jumping in now, please go back an episode and check that out. The disclaimer as a way to get started, please make sure that you're not here looking for clinical advice or counseling. This is here for entertainment and educational purposes only. If you or someone you know is having a hard time, please refer them to the appropriate resources. Okay, here we go. Second clinical interview. Ron and Shakir going to pick it up at that place where we left off last time about shut it down and withdraw. See where they go with it. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's turning into tit for tat as opposed to give a penny, take a penny. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm not attacking you. I withdraw and I'm working hard at not withdrawing anymore. And I know I have to be intentional about not withdrawing. Yeah, I'm 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 working at being present. I don't want to withdraw. I know when I withdraw, that's not productive. When you say something that I disagree with, I have said to you often that I don't want to get into arguments. And because of that, I may shut down in a sense, shut down in the standpoint that rather than continuing the conversation, I just let it go and no further engage in it, be a part of it. I just decide, oh, I'm not going to make a difference in what I'm saying. So I just stop. I don't say any more about it. There are some things that could be debated on and on, but if I don't see a real reason to continue debating it, I just stop, shut it down. And that's my way of staying away from what could sometimes become unnecessary or heated conversations. Okay. Do you ever notice that? Oh, I'm very aware of that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Very nice. It's nice to see you guys in the same room together. Good to be in the same room. So where do we go from here? Let me ask a question. When I say something to you that you don't remember saying or you don't remember doing, do you think that I am, what do you think my intention is with that? I have no idea what your intention might be. But as I said, there were times that you have said things that I am supposed to say. And I think about it, I'm knowing that what you're saying I said there's just no way I would say that. I wouldn't say that some of those things to anybody, let alone to you, because they're not a part of my makeup. And when you say them, I wonder where did that come from? Because I have no idea where it came from or what caused it or whatever. I just, I don't know. So is there anything that I have said in the last, let's just say week, that has made you say, wow, where'd that come from? No. Okay. You asked yesterday in the car about whether or not I had made reservations. I hadn't because I already, I don't know how important this is going to be. I already knew where I was headed, which was here. But you had asked me the night before about making reservations at Embassy Suites. And you asked me if I was okay with that. And I said, yeah. And you said you didn't hear that. Nothing I can say about that. If you didn't hear it, you didn't hear it. But I thought that you were because you were on your phone or computer or whatever, doing whatever. And I just assumed that's what you did, which is why as we got close to Ohio, I told you, well, look up 
directions to whatever hotel you had been the embassy suite so that we could get there. And you said you didn't make reservations because I didn't tell you it was okay. When you asked me if that was all right or if I had a problem with it and I told you I didn't, it was my assumption that that is what you were doing, which is why I asked you to get directions to the hotel. I assumed that's what you were doing. That's why you asked me that question. Here's the only thing that I can get right now based on this last bit that you, you started to get down to it. I shut down, I shut it down, I withdraw. And I think those are real feelings, actually. I think that those are real things that, that really impact both of you and really impact this relationship. I think that once those pop up, that then the room got filled with details and embassy suites and questions that I couldn't really quite follow where they were going. But I think the closest thing that we got here is that you're getting closer to this idea. I shut down or I shut it down and I withdraw. And that's one thing. That's one thing that keeps us from getting closer. Okay. Now, I think what we were just talking about is more uh, a matter of not understanding what each other said. I don't think when we were the night before, when we were talking about what we're going to do, where we're going to go, she was saying one thing and I thought I responded to it and she said she didn't hear me. That was just misunderstanding from that standpoint. Okay. Well, do you guys want to try to go a little deeper before we have to stop? Is that something you're both up for? I am. How deep you want to go? <laughs> That's a question back to a question, Ron. Are you up for going a little bit of more course. deep? Okay. Yes. Wonderful. Great. Well, perhaps we can do it this way. Ron, if you could tell Shakir, and again, we're going to go back and forth here. What do you notice about her when she withdraws? What do you what's what do you notice about her or what do you think about her experience? Actually, and before you answer that, just take a look at her. Do you see withdraw anywhere on her right now? Do you see the withdraw? No. There's no with no, no signs of withdrawal at this time. Okay, check it out with her. Ask her if there's any if she's withdrawn at all now. Do you feel withdrawn from anything? Are you willing to continue or I'm not withdrawn. I'm good. I'm I'm present. I'm open. Her facial features do not show any sign of withdrawal or not being committed to what we're doing. Okay. And now go in the other direction, Shakir, looking at Ron. Does he look like he's shut it down at all here now? No, he doesn't look shut down to me. Are you shut down? Not at all. He looks like he's got that, he's got that look on his face. Okay, it's a challenge. Here we go. Okay. How does he feel about challenges? Individual interpretation. Okay. He's very competitive. Individual interpretation, meaning you don't agree with her interpretation? She told me what she thought I was feeling or experiencing. That was an individual, inter that was her interpretation. Was she right? Me. And as I, as we said earlier, you can look at a person's face and you can come up with whatever interpretation you want based on what you but that doesn't mean it's the actual feeling or thoughts of the person you're looking at and when okay. I just said that I was saying that what she said was her individual interpretation of what she assumed that I was experiencing all right well, then I'm sorry I might have confused things here neither of you are you're not Ron isn't shut down and Shakir's not withdrawn just no can we okay great What's that like to be together with a little bit less of that withdrawn and shut it down thing going on? What do you notice being with each other? It's always a good feeling when you 
can feel that you're close enough that there's not something looming out there that's creating all these problems that's keeping you from being close to each other. So it, it's a good feeling when that that outside presence in a sense is not existing, when you just feel close and you don't feel there's anything creating a problem for you at that time. Okay. Can you take the most potent part of that and just turn to Shakir and say it? I love it when we're together and can share and not have something in the background that can be divisive or keep us from feeling close to each other or wanting to communicate with each other. I enjoy that feeling of closeness and not having those other things in the way. Now you go tell me. I'm scared shitless to be displayed wide open and not being withdrawn, terrified. So you feel you are more comfortable being withdrawn or what? It's not more comfortable. It's it's safer. So if you stay in your safe place, how do you improve? Yeah, there you go. What do I where do I go? What do you what are you guys referring to? She just explained how she was scared shitless when she's not in her safe place in a sense and she'd have to explain it to you. As I said, if, if she stays in her safe place, which is like to not put herself out there, how do you make progress? You're holding back because you're scared that whatever you do is going to be a problem. Is that? But I didn't say. I'm asking you. Ask me the question because I'm not sure I get it. You said that you were scared shitless when you Right. You asked me, how do I feel not being withdrawn? I said, I'm very wide open and I'm scared to death. So what's your question? I mentioned the fact that you feel safe in your safe place where you're not out there. Yeah, but I'm not in my safe place right now. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think I weren't necessarily saying that you were in your safe place right now. Just the fact that you brought it up. I was asking for clarification on it. Oh, how do I feel? I'm scared to death. But I'm here. It feels invigorating. I don't want to be hurt. And what is it that you think could hurt you? You. In what way? I don't feel, I don't feel understood by you. And so when I feel like you don't understand me, that causes emotional pain. But I'm open right now. And it's, okay, we got to move forward. Or we got to at least try to move forward. Wow, this is where we are. And I'm here. When you say that you're afraid, it almost feels like I'm walking on eggshells because anything I do or say is going to be a problem. No, actually, I'm really excited by the fact that I'm afraid because that means that I love you and I'm invested in you enough to know that you could still cause emotional harm or excitement or whatever. You're still very much a part of me, regardless of how many challenges we seem to have. So that's exciting for me. And it's okay for me to be scared. I don't want something to get lost here, guys, which is that you're both showing up for each other right now. You're out of withdrawal and you're out of shut it down. And you're here showing up for each other. I don't want that to get lost in, in the shuffle. I don't think it is. Okay. I'll say concern about what she just said, because with her being afraid to be hurt, it does make me wonder what it is that I will do, could do, might do, that's going to cause her pain or discomfort. Do I have to 
deeply consider everything that I do or say, trying to figure out what, if anything, I might do or say that's going to hurt her. If I'm dealing from a standpoint of just trying to be close to her, I'm not thinking in terms of anything that's going to hurt her. But obviously, she has things in mind that might do or say or whatever that might hurt her. Hold on no. one sec. Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. First of all, you guys look incredibly sharp today. And it's just the way you're going. <laughs> you both look really good. And but Ron, do you notice and just maybe you check this out with Shakira. You're very focused on the things you might do wrong. Not focused. Not- just wondering what. What your one your your curiosity? I like I I and I totally am on board with your curiosity here, but your curiosity is very geared towards what you might do wrong, and it's not geared towards what you're doing right right now. Therein lies the problem because I don't know in her mind what might be right and what might not be right, and that's why Excellent. I said I'm wondering if I have to, you know, deeply think about everything I do or say, because I I don't know what might be a trigger for her to set her off or make her feel uncomfortable. It calls into question anything I might do or say, because I don't know if it's going to have a positive or not so positive impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that I'm thinking a, a lot about it, but it does make you wonder, especially if it's not pointed out as to exactly what the things are that's going to cause this discomfort, then I'm naturally wondering about whatever I might say or do that could cause this discomfort on her part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would you be willing to just, because you're doing a lot of things right also here today, you both are. And I wonder if you might give some curiosity to what you're doing right. Without her verifying what it is that I'm doing, I don't really know. I guess I can only go by the reaction I get from her about anything I do or say. Excellent. 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 You've got her right here to ask her, what am I doing? That's what's allowing you to feel open today that I want to keep doing that thing. Is there anything that I'm doing with you that does not cause concern, discomfort, pain, fear on your part? When you say anything that you're doing, it's not you that causes the fear. It's the actual just being open and vulnerable to whatever and whoever. So it's not you. What is wonderful is that we're here, we're experiencing this together, we're sharing, we're actually talking about things that uncomfortable truths, that's cool. And what I need from you is not to try to figure out what's right or wrong. What I need from you is for you to just show up and be you, whatever that looks like, whoever that is, because otherwise you won't be happy if you're not being you. And if something happens that I'm uncomfortable with, I just need room and space to say, hey, that makes me uncomfortable. Let's talk about that. Or that really hurt my feelings. Let's talk about that. You just being here saying, okay, yeah, let me hear what it is that's going on. That's awesome. I feel like you want to know what's happening with me. Okay, what just happened there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about what you've said. I'm thinking about what you said before. The fact that you're scared and then you said it, it's not me. 
And I guess I'm wondering, since we're talking about us, and you're saying it's not me that causes this being afraid or fear or whatever, then what are we talking about? Who are we talking about? What is it that is going to make, but then you said that, I guess if I'm doing something or saying something, it might cause a, a certain reaction. It's just the nature of being in a relationship with somebody. It's not, oh my God, Ron specifically could do something to hurt me. It is, my heart is open. My mind is open. Ron is the one that I'm in the relationship with and I'm laid bare. So it, this isn't a perfect world. So of course, what's this saying? It said battery low a minute ago. Did that do how much, it? How much battery do we have? Do we have? It's plugged up, so it shouldn't be. Just when it was getting good. Just, I was just enjoying watching the show and it, and, it, and it got, and we got an interruption. I don't know if I have another cord. Oh, you have a cord. Where's your cord? Over there by the dresser, by the refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, no. That it's see. a Samsung cord. Oh, no. You got to see. I don't know if the connection here is. Oops. Oh. I'm here. No, I'm here. I, I see you guys. Okay. We're not seeing you at the moment. You're not seeing me, huh? I was rearranging the phone here in the picture. Let her do this when she comes back. Okay. Can you still see? They're halfway there. Can you still hear me? Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Let's see if that'll help. Very good. Okay. Is that better, worse, or same? It's, yeah, we're good. Now, go. There we go. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So I was at the, it, it's just the nature of, okay, I'm open to you. We're open to each other. It's recognizing that I'm very connected to you. You have the capacity to impact me, to be perfectly, you know, you I can withdraw sometimes to the point where it's just, I'm just my own little world. Oh, I realize that. Uh, okay. I'm just still stuck on the fear that you feel and you say it doesn't involve me, but then you say that actions I may take or whatever might impact you. It's like saying two different things. Okay, let, you guys, this is a big moment. This is a big moment because how do you keep this open? You both want to keep this open. It's vital and incredibly important for your relationship that you guys begin to keep this thing open between you. Ron, what scares Shakir about what happens when you shut down or when you shut it down? What scares her about that? I wish I could answer that because basically... It's the same thing. When I shut down, she withdraws uh -huh. or she withdraws and I shut down. So we're yeah. not sharing anything. We're not, there's nothing being explained or nothing to say that brings any clarity. It's a very difficult question to answer. Great. Let's clarify I that. I think that's important to clarify before we stop. And I would love to leave you guys in a good place and, and with an understanding of this. Ron, turn to Shakir and ask her, what scares you the most? about when I shut it down. What does my shutting down do to you? What, what scares you about it, if anything at all? Or do you just go off into your world and ignore it? Is yeah. there anything about it that bothers you, scares you, or whatever? It makes my loneliness a reality. I feel like you just cut me off and you're not trying to reach me. And, and I can't reach you. And I feel like I operate from a position of deficiency, I think, because I feel like I don't know how to reach you. And then when you shut down, I'm real clear that 
I have no link to you at all. And it's frightening because I've seen you shut down with people before. Okay, hold it. Now you're going to call up old memories and that's going to, that's going to upset the apple cart here. Shakir, okay, Shakir, wait, hold it. Okay, it's frightening. You scare me. Shakir, what scares Ron the most about when you withdraw? What's the hardest for him about what your withdrawal? You? Hold it. What's, what's the hold hardest it. thing? About hold it. He gave, a, he gave an effort to think through and ask, ended up asking you, but think about it for a moment. What do you think scares him the most or affects him the most when you withdraw? Hold it for a moment and then see what happens. Do you have anything, Shakir? I do, but I don't know that it's appropriate. I think, yeah. I, I, I think what scares him the most, I think what scares you the most when I withdraw is that I'm going to leave you and never return. And I think that scares you because I think you have felt disconnected from people in your life before. And I think you think it's just inevitable. Well, do I want you to answer? I want, do I want you to answer? Well, she has a point that I think ought to be clarified on my point. If that's what she thinks I feel, maybe I should respond to it just to let her know how I act. I'll tell you what's in my mind. It's a rather, it was a rather deep, she went rather deep. And I think the thing that I want to clarify is that I think that one thing that does get hard that Ron has said numerous times is that in the withdrawal, you turn to others with your energy and attention, Shakir. And he can see you sharing your energy and attention with other people in ways that you're not sharing it with him. And I think that's hard for him. Going the other direction here, I think that Ron, when you shut it off, that Shakir feels cut off by you that you cut me off and that you let her know that she's cut off in various ways. And so I think that this is as far as we've moved the ball today, but I think it's a substantial movement forward, getting things on the table. I want to say something before we end. Okay. Very important. We've talked about how we're making strides and doing things. And there was a pivotal moment in this that I think, made some changes and it was very simple. Can you tell Shakir? Can you tell her directly? Oh yeah, I, I will because uh, it was something that she did. Can you turn to uh, her now and let her know? Some time ago, you told me that you were lonely and I cannot tell you enough about how that impacted me because it impacted me to the point where I thought if you're lonely, you want attention, you want closeness, you want togetherness. And that made me feel like you wanted to be with me. And before that, I wasn't necessarily that sure of that. When you say, when did I tell you I was lonely? It's been a month or two ago now. We were uh, in the bedroom and you told me you were lonely. That, that did a lot for me because it showed me that you wanted attention. And before that, my feeling was just based on how things were going that you didn't, that you didn't care if you had attention or not. So by you saying that, that made me feel a lot better because then I looked at things from a totally different standpoint, rather than feeling that you didn't want to be close, which might explain some of your actions. It said to me that you did. And that's what I needed. I just wanted at some point in time to hear that you felt close or wanted to be close because I wasn't getting that before. So that did a lot to me. 
And that was a changing or turning point in what was going on that when that happened caused us to immediately get closer. Okay, don't let physically. Don't let the paint dry here, Ron. Turn to her and just see what the impact was of your saying, I heard you when you said you were lonely. Wait for the impact. You think, what did you think about after you said that based on how we responded to each other? Because there was a difference when you said that we immediately got closer together. So did that do anything or say anything to you, do anything for you? Did you notice any kind of a difference? Or do you even remember it? I, I do remember. I remember a conversation that we had where I told you I was really worried about us and that I was lonely. I didn't realize that it had that impact on you. I honestly felt like your response to me was, you're lonely because you want to be lonely. The changes that you're saying that you perceive, I didn't really perceive those. What I did perceive was that I felt like you had heard me. This is a conversation that we had before we got in touch with Jason. I felt like you had heard me. And so that that was very meaningful for me because I was thankful that However, I had. I'm serious, so it's real serious. It needs to be repaired. That's our son calling again. I'm, we're going to wrap up in just a minute. It, there's just a lot going on, and I want to respect. I want to respect your time, also. And what are the hanging bags in the closet? We want to respect your time too. What? What time is the funeral or the memorial? Oh, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow, right? Okay. Yeah, there's a viewing today at three o'clock. Okay. So where I was, I I was grateful because I could tell that you had heard me and that was very meaningful for me. And and I will say that when you said, okay, yeah, therapy, that was like, really? You will? That was awesome. Okay. Two things. One is the night that was said, we were actually lying in bed and just by her saying that, we immediately done something that we had not done in quite a while, which was to just lay there and snuggle up with each other for a while and just share that closeness. As I said, that had not been something that had happened very much in the past. And for me, it was a, a very good feeling being close to her and feeling that she wanted to be close. And secondly, the, the thing about counseling, she made a remark that I had said I didn't want to do counseling. I don't have any reservations or problems with having counseling. When she made the comment about it, I said, fine, that we can do that. That's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good here that happened today. A lot of scar tissue, but a lot of good. How do you guys want to end things? What, where, how would it, how, in my mind, it would be best to leave you two with holding on to something or the good that happened. Are you up for that? Or do you want to just, does this feel too raw now? And you just want to let it sit for a while and see where it goes. Just some of Go the ahead. things that we have discussed today gives us a little groundwork to, to work on, even as little as the things that you've been having us do, which is to look at each other and, and say what we're feeling. Yeah, I think if we use that as a guideline, we can probably accomplish a lot more. Because there's something about eye-to-eye contact that brings out a truthfulness in what you're saying. At least I believe it does. 
And it's not a bad place to be able to do that. And I think we can carry that forward and have discussions and talk about things. Now, one of the things that we have said in the past is that when you're talking to each other, one of the things you do is whether you agree or not, you respect what the other person is saying. You can always disagree with something, but at least listen to what they're saying, take it into account whether you agree or not, and just approach it from a a place of respect and whatever. Respect Mm -hmm. what they're saying, whether or not you agree with it. So keeping those things in mind, if we keep those in mind as we discuss things in the future, I think that will be very beneficial for us. Okay. All right. Shakir, any last thoughts? No? Okay. I'm hoping that we can do one more round of this. Are you guys up for that? Of course. And next time we won't even charge you. What, how much do I owe you? Oh, minimal amount. <laughs> we help me with my radiator and finding my clothes? I don't know about all that. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell you guys are, you really know how to manage a three-ring circus. I can tell that about both of you guys together. I think the world of you guys, I've just, I've, I've enjoyed today just watching you guys really try to find each other. And the next step is I'm going to do a couple more interviews that you guys will get your hands on the same way we did it this time. Yeah. You know what, though, guys, I want to I have another minute here. I'm just not satisfied with the ending, the way that you guys are leaving this. I have to say, I feel like you guys did some really good work today and clarified a lot of really wonderful things that have been hard things. And I want to push you guys at the end here to show up with the intention of the two of you getting closer in this relationship. I want to watch you guys give it a go here in terms of what would be a good way to end this time together. I heard you say that you think we clarified some things. You said that, right? Yep. So what do you think we clarified? I'm going to give it back to you, Shakir, not because I I don't have answers, because I do. This is about the two of you guys being in a place where you can take something that you've done together and make it good for the both of you at the end of it so you can leave it and you can go on with your lives today, your busy lives of all that's happening in Cincinnati. So this is about you guys. And I want you to do it in a way that ends this good for both of you. Okay, Ron, I heard you say, you see me when I withdraw. I heard you say that knowing that I'm lonely affirms for you that I really want to be with you. I also heard you say that you shut down. So what I want to make sure you hear me saying is that I will not withdraw. I will be present. I will intentionally and vigorously communicate. With those things that we have discussed today and in the past, moving forward, I think it's very important that we remember those things, that we approach the things that we go through on a day-to-day basis with those things in mind, and that we approach each other from the standpoint of wanting to make our marriage successful and keep that foremost in our mind. Therefore, everything that we do and say, we're going to do and say with the thought in mind that it is going to improve us, not divide us, not take us backwards. So everything we do, we need to do, keep it in mind that we're trying to make things better. In other words, no negativity. There should be no negative thoughts or actions. Everything we do to make sure we're moving in the right direction. 
I need to hear you say, I will. I will do whatever we have to do to move us in the right direction and hope she's, that. She's right to push you here, Ron. She's, she, it's, good for, it's good for you. It's good for you. Stay with it. Stay away from the we and stay with the I. And, and that is going to open this up even more for you. Go for it. And I have, like I said, I have no problem with it. So and I hope that as we go along. You went back to we. I need, okay, I'm sorry. I hope that as we go along, those things that I do will impact us positively. And if I do something that you feel does not impact you positively, that you will say to me, as we've said before, you, we talk and, and we show respect on what we say and how we say it, that you let me know so that if I have said or done anything that is either out of line or problematic, then I can deal with it to make things better. Your turn. It's getting closer, guys. It's getting closer. Here's my feedback is that Ron Shakira is going to need a little bit more of, I've thought about what I do that bothers you. And here it is. Shakir, Ron is going to need a little bit more of, of not being too difficult with him as he is. I see him trying. There's no question that he's trying here. I get a sense of that. There's a way that his trying, it's met with, it's just not good enough, which makes him feel like he has to walk on eggshells. So there's a need to show up in these ways for each other. My response right now is, I think you just hit a nail on the head. I, I think this is a conversation that he and I have had before, where he has said to me, what I do should be enough for you. And I apologetically say, but it's not enough. And so, Ron, I want you to know that I, I see you in what you give. I see you in, in how you are responding to my need. And I appreciate that. And I know that what I am asking for challenges you. And what else I think I heard you say today was, you're not sure if I just don't have this other reality that I'm in. I heard you when you were talking about Sometimes I come up with something that I say you've said or you've done and you don't know where that comes from. I think I hear you saying you haven't quite gotten a hold of that yet. And I will be more intentional about actually being able to reference correctly what it is that we have experienced together and what it is that we have said and done. Because that I can feel your angst where that is concerned. All right, I'm going to end it here. And here's what I'm going to end it with is that in a certain way, again, I think you guys have made great strides here. I can see the withdrawal into trying to process this, Shakir, and trying to really get your point across. And there's a way that, Ron, that I think that the shutdown is here too in these last moments. And you guys have to give each other some relief here. You have to be able to turn to each other and go, Okay, we've done this. We did good today. This was a good step. You can't let these things just keep going. And partly, so I think respecting that there's that there could be an ending without a withdrawal and without a shutdown and letting that be. Hopefully by saying, okay, enough today. I see both of you guys as having done really well. And my condolences. And I wish you guys a good trip to Cincinnati. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, bye guys.
All right. Bye. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. Well, I hope that was a good workout for your therapist brain as you got to see how does a couple's therapist work with a couple that has drifted apart in my work with Ron and Shakir. So got a couple more consultation interviews coming up and then a final interview with Ron and Shakir. So keep tuning in. If you got comments for me, Jason at jasonbrand.com. If you want to reach out, I'd love to hear from you. If you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be awesome. Take care. See you next time. <laughs>